for sure. 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 Welcome to another episode of For Sure, a 200 foot podcast. I'm Peter. And I'm your co host, Jay. (laughs) Is this going to be the episode where we go full, like, uh, morning DJ voice for the whole show? That's right. From the makers of Skeeter and the Douche, it's Jay and Pete. Yes. No, no, sorry. <laughs> All right, You've heard yeah, of Jane sorry. Silent Bob. This this Bob is not silent. <laughs> and then at that point, you get all the different like sound effects, things like bing, boing, 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 yeah. Boing, yeah. Boing. yeah, yeah. It's like anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Who oh, needs boy. effects? We can we can make effects. Yeah, this is a great start to the show. Yeah, yeah, this is perfect. Like, what better way to start the season? Because you would you could say that. Since the season has already started, we have just mimicked just how exciting the start of this season has been so far, Peter. It's it's loud. It's exciting. Teams are playing. The Rangers don't play for some reason because they have weeks off at the start. But <laughs> think, things yeah. have happened. So because, you know, we were kind of in a in a schedule uh, funk, you know, I, I, I had to have some some work done on my face and, and, and you have um, – a job and I have a, I have a job, you know, we're, we're doing our season preview after the season has started this year. So we figured we would do things a little bit differently because we feel like we have to now yeah. <laughs> under the circumstances. So uh, Peter, um, what, what, sh- what are we going to do today? What are we going to tell our, tell our listeners about? Well, um, what we are going to do is we are going to do a rundown of, uh, you know, what we think is going to happen in the Eastern conference and the Western conference. So we have a fantastic interview with, uh, with Steph driver coming up. Uh, so we're going to do the Eastern conference part before, and then after the interview, we will finish up with the Western conference. So Jay, let's start off. Let's start off the way that the, um, you know, the, the best stats site in the world, NHL.com has, uh, (laughs) has the divisions listed. So we will start off first with the metropolitan division. Right, so as we record right now, Carolina is top of the division with a perfect five and zero record uh, and a plus nine goal differential, which is crazy for you know for for this part of the season. So, uh, Jay, what what do you see happening in the Metropolitan? Well, um, it, I, I find it curious that you leave out the fact that not only are they the top of the heap in the metropolitan they're top of the heap period yes as of this recording they are number one in the league and just breathe it in pete (laughs) breathe in the air because you might not be able to breathe this air in for much longer this is the same air that that the perfect five and no carolina hurricanes are breathing to uh, to to be at the top here but it's basically the bottle there it's it's the bottle there oh yeah yeah Oh, yes, it is. Uh, President Scroob is currently hoarding all of it in his desk. It's going to be great. Um, so, okay, so looking at the divisions uh, with the Metropolitan leading off first, um, 
I I would not be shocked if Carolina is hanging out towards the top for the majority of the season. I know everybody talks about, you know, coming back down to earth and whatnot, but there's something strange going on in, in Carolina right now, Peter. So I'm, I'm of the mind that what we've seen so far is at least a preview of, you know, if, if the chips completely fell Carolina's way, they could be this dominant. Now I'm not saying that they'll finish number one, in the league over overall, but you know, if they finish like one or two in the division, that's, I don't, I don't think that's that shocking for me. I, I'm, you know, obviously peaked by what I've seen so far and yes, it's only five games, but um, I I'm, I'm pleased there. But other, other than that, I mean, Washington, New York, Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia is, is off to a hot start, even though they've only played two games. We'll talk with Steph about that later. Um, but the, the way the current layout is, is Carolina, Washington, Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Ray Islanders, Columbus, and then New Jersey. I'm, I'm actually surprised because I don't think New Jersey is going to be that bad, but I don't think they're going to be that good either. I feel like they're going to fiddle like finish like middle of the pack in, in the Metro. But, you know, I think, I think again, it's, it's kind of weird, Peter, because the season has already started. So we have some data, right? We have some things to pull off of, but you know, it's a, it's kind of tough to tell, but if, but if I'm picking, you know, who the top three in that, in that division are going to be at the end, I'd say Rangers caps Pittsburgh. Okay. But again, that's dependent upon if Carolina is, you know, ever going to come back down to earth, which I think they are, but if they don't, then I think that they could certainly take one of those spots. But how, how do you feel about the Metropolitan? (laughs) All right, so so you said you're going with Rangers, Caps, Pittsburgh, right? Yes, top, uh, top three. Okay, yep. yeah, I I think and 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 the the only downside about doing our season preview uh, after the season has already started is that we lose the ability to to really be uh, considered prognosticators when we say we think something's going to happen and it does because going into this season. I definitely would have picked Carolina to finish in the top three. And now it kind of just looks like, well, cause they're five and oh, of course you're going to say that. Um, but yeah, I think Carolina is for real. I, I have them as one of my Stanley cup contenders this year. Um, I think they have a legitimate chance of going all the way. Um, I think a lot of it is going to depend on what level of goaltending they get, especially in the playoffs. But I think uh, I, I, I would not be surprised to see Carolina win the division. Um, I certainly think they'll be in the top three. Um, I I do agree with you um, that New Jersey, I don't think is as bad as they've looked so far. As we record this right now, they only have two points out of four games. They're 0-2-2. And, uh, and so they've lost, you know, you know, obviously they haven't won yet and they've lost twice in either overtime or shootout. I'm not sure because uh, I haven't watched those games. Um, but yeah, so I don't think they're that bad. Um I don't think a, a, a lot of Devils fans I know, and because I live in New Jersey, um, I, I, you know, a lot of the hockey fans I talk to are Devils fans, um, or at least have a, a greater familiarity with the Devils stuff than I do, because I don't really pay that much attention. Um, but yeah, a lot of the Devils fans are, are basically really upset with with their coach John Hines, and they are hoping that he will be fired soon. Uh, so you know. 
going winless to start the season in four games is probably a pretty good path toward, towards getting fired. Uh, so I guess we'll have to see if, if that happens. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, again, like, as we record this right now, Columbus in four games only has two points. Um, I Again, I don't think they're that bad. Um, but I think that um, I wouldn't be very surprised to see them miss the playoffs this year. Um, I think obviously after losing Bobrovsky, losing Panarin, um, that's, you know, I mean, you know, it's a pretty big, uh, pretty, pretty big shoes to fill. So I think uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised for Columbus and New Jersey to remain outside the playoffs. I actually think Pittsburgh, I actually think this is going to be the year that Pittsburgh misses the playoffs um, because uh, especially now with uh, Evgeny Malkin being out for, I think, at least a month, um, that's going to be a big blow to that team. Um and I mean, you know, we've seen stranger things. We've seen S- Sidney Crosby miss large parts of a season and everybody writes them off and then somehow they make the playoffs. And, you know, sometimes they, they win Stanley Cups when people can think that they're, it's going to be a down year for them. So I don't think you can count Pittsburgh out, but I do think if I were picking right now, which I guess I am, <laughs> I have them on the outside looking in. Uh, so I, I'm going to go with Carolina. Um Philadelphia and then Washington. Ooh, that's okay. That's going to be my order. Now, once we get through, once we talk about the Atlantic division, then we can come back and talk about wild cards. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. Because um, basically the top three, uh, you know, as, as I'm assuming all or most of our listeners know, the top three division uh, finishers are guaranteed playoff berths. Um, and then obviously the wild cards can come from either. So, uh, yeah, do you have any, any final thoughts uh, on the Metro before we move on to the Atlantic? I, I, I think just touching bri- briefly on what you were talking about yeah. with Philadelphia, e- even though they weren't in my top thing, they they are like, they are of interest to me because I think that there's, you know, there I, I don't know I don't know what it is. It's like this, you know, uh, I don't want to call it a gut feeling, but like for some reason in the last couple of years, there's just there's always one team that like for some reason just like piques my interest in the like well let's 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 maybe keep an eye on this and this year it's Philadelphia I I I don't know just maybe the maybe the Bryce Harper magic you know just like maybe he sucked all the attention away so now that Philadelphia now the Flyers can just kind of focus on doing their business <laughs> you know yes both sports don't happen at the same time so it's not like it's a big benefit but. You know, I think I think while everybody's so upset about firing Gabe Kapler, which I don't know if they even are, um, I think the Flyers can just easily sneak in, just go about their business and and be good. So I'll, I'm definitely keeping an eye on them. So yeah. that that those are my thoughts on that's my last thought on the on the Metro. So sure. Pete, why don't you start us off with the Atlantic? Sure. So. Again, like we said, as we all predicted right now, the Buffalo Sabres are atop the Atlantic. Uh, <laughs> Just like we drew it up. Yep. Um, and right now, your Detroit Red Wings are second in the division. Um, again, I, I I would be very surprised to see that continue um, for the whole season. However, you never know. Um, but yeah, so spoiler alert, I am not going to be picking the Red Wings to make the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean... Just you know, like you know, like, you know, kind of like I always say, I'm not really, uh, you know, you always have the caveat that anything could happen, but the chances of it happening are very, very slim. 
Um, however, I think the chances of something happening that aren't slim is Ottawa staying in last place. Uh, yep. Right now, they are all defeated. They have lost all three games they played, and they have a negative seven goal differential. I think that that is only going to uh, skyrocket as the season goes on. Um, I do. I, I will. I will go on a limb and say that I do think Ottawa will win some games. I don't think they'll they'll go zero and eighty two, but uh, I do think that they are going to finish last and possibly by quite a margin. Um, I think. Let's see. I don't know. I think I. Uh, it's it's very hard not to pick Tampa Bay and Toronto in some order uh, to either win the division or or at least be you know two of those top three teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard because I think this year, I think that the Atlantic, uh, you know, getting a little bit ahead of myself, I'm, I think I'm going to pick both wildcard teams to come out of the Atlantic. Um, so I think I, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay finishing first, Toronto finishing second. Um, and then I am going to. I'm going to go, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go with Boston finishing third. You know why? Just tell me. Because then that guarantees another first round matchup of Boston and Toronto. (laughs) And if Toronto loses to Boston again, that will be so wonderful. That will be. Yes. I, I will not be able to stop smiling for a week. Only a week? I, yeah. th- I feel like that would carry. I think I feel like that would carry you across the finish line, like <laughs> like like light years away. That's cool. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, looking at the Atlantic, yeah, I, I I would have to go with the same. It's it's going to be Tampa and Toronto at, at the top in in some combination. Obviously, the the longer the season goes, the 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 crazier we'll uh, look towards having. Um, a better idea of, of where, of, of how exactly they'll finish. But what I was, so the, I think we're both in, in agreement that the, whatever the third team that's going to be in the Atlantic is going to be interesting. And I'm actually going to break away from tradition because even though they are considered still a good team, uh, I'm going to pick the Florida Panthers to finish Ooh. third in the Atlantic because I think Quenville is going to do Joel Quenville things as he always does and somehow drag that team to a ridiculous finish. And the fact that they are, you know, I think Bobrovsky is going to work out the kinks. Yes. They currently sit one, two and one on the year. Um, But I think that there's, I think there's something glorious about how not paid attention to they are right now. That is, like I feel like that's always the recipe for at least one team where it's like, you know, kind of the, kind of the way I was talking about with Philadelphia. Where it's like, yeah, well, everybody else is kind of paying attention to the to the heavy hitters. Like some surprise team comes out of nowhere. So I'm, I think for the Atlantic, I'm going to pick pick Florida to 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 be that. And then, yeah, I think it makes sense to just assume that at some point we're going to be looking at seven and eight and just the Wings in Ottawa just kind of jockeying for position. Yes, Peter and I will be enjoying. <laughs> However long they are this high on on the TV, on the ratings there, but you know there's there. I think I think this is a phenomenal start for the Wings. It's it's I think it's uh, it's far more than I expected, far more than I thought would be uh, available at this time. But uh, you know there's there's only so much that can happen. But I will say this, Peter, of all the times for a completely 
unwarranted and non-based in fact resurgence just merely the fact that because a historic player just just is in the building and added maybe a couple of pieces and then all of a sudden they go on a ridiculous run i i i think i would be fine with that too i'm not expecting it to happen but if it does happen i will give my gut all the beer at once because that's that's kind of the weird feeling that i have right now so um so that's so that's my you know I, so we're 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 talking Tampa, Toronto, and in Florida for me, yeah, for the for the Atlantic. So let's get to the exciting picks, which is the wild cards. So why don't why don't you give me why don't you give your wild cards first? Okay, I am going to go with Montreal and Buffalo. Ooh! So that would mean that okay. my my uh, final uh, selections, basically the eight teams I think are going to make the playoffs in the East, is going to be Carolina, um, Philadelphia, and uh, Washington uh, out of the Metro, and then out of the Atlantic, I think five teams: I think Tampa, Toronto, Boston, uh, Montreal, and Buffalo. Although I do, I do think you know, I mean, this this is not a bold prediction. Um, I do think that there's going to be three teams fighting for that last wild card berth, like all the way down to the wire. I think it's going to be a really tight race. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, uh, let's see. So the wild cards, just if I remember correctly, they can come from anywhere, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's, so that, it's not, yeah. yeah, there could be one from each division or they okay. could both be from one division. Yeah. Both be from one division. Okay. So since I picked, hmm. Well, ah, geez, this is, this is weird. Well, because of the way that I pick things, Boston is going to be one of the wild cards. Um, and screw it. Uh, Boston and Philadelphia are my wild cards. Cool. I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking that, that random shenanigans because yes i know i didn't pick boston to finish in the top three but that means that they would just barely finish outside of right because the the entire planet will be like oh my god what are the panthers doing stop them somebody stop them <laughs> and they'll be like oh yeah yeah that's 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 how you do it that's that's why it's that's why you're allowed to have surprises happen in this league you can be you are you're allowed uh, to totally taken yeah, yeah, I know. There's, yeah, the, the last few GM meetings they try to outlaw them, but yeah. surprisingly, after every, even during the lockout stuff, they're like, "No, you, you can't have the money, but you also can't surprise people." <laughs> so it, it's it's strange that that's the way that that that's been. Man, um, it's weird. The NHL focuses so, on the weirdest yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I again to be a fly on the wall in those meetings. Yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, I think there's just a lot to be gained if we could get in there. So. <laughs> so that's that all right so we are uh going to take a break and we are going to uh when we come back after the ad uh we will have our interview with steph driver so come back Our guest today is Steph Driver. Um, she is a returning champion guest. Uh, and um, actually, since then, I think uh, has had a, a promotion. 
right? Yes. I think last time we talked to you, you were, I, I was going to say just, not, not that just, but like only the manager of the Broad Street Hockey, but now you are the NHL manager for all of SB Nation. I am everybody's boss. Yes. Wait, I yes. didn't know that. Where was this news disseminated from? This is <laughs> this is stupid. All right. I, <laughs> all right. I didn't know that. I didn't know we were going to be talking to the boss today. Jeez, I would have put on pants. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, pants are not necessary. We're good. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, so, so, Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Let's, let's, oh, just, let's just get all the cordial stuff uh, out of the way because I would like to keep my job. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been in this role for, for over a year. And you know yeah. what's really funny? Yeah. It's that so I I was just at the um the Rochester Sports Analytics Conference with mm-hmm. Peter yeah. um who was a presenter and amazing by the Thank way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um and nobody knew that I I got this job a year ago which was really surprising to me but also everybody knew who I was which was also really surprising to me. So I don't know why people know who I am without knowing what my job is, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Wow. I mean, like, like it's almost kind of like a, like a really, um, uh, but like, like it's, it's, it's like a, like, like, like a boost and then like a sag at the same time. So you're like, I guess, <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I guess I'm even, I guess I finish out even after this. Like cool, but also like I do stuff. <laughs> so obviously i mean you know you know congratulations since since you know the last time we had you on was was before this um so yeah um so let's uh i, I think we should we could start off by talking about the the flyers right um because obviously that's you know the team that you pay the most attention to um yes. so for for listeners who haven't really been following how come if you look at the standings, the Flyers are undefeated and still currently out of a wild card position? What well, happened at the beginning of their games. season? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've only played two games. So they started the season in the Czech Republic doing the whatever it was, the European thing with the Blackhawks. Uh, and then they had to come back to the United States. So they're playing their third game tonight, which is Saturday um, at 10 o'clock. Eastern because Ooh. why would they not? Um, <laughs> but yeah, they've only played two games. It's been a very bizarre start to the season, but uh, they also got two back to backs coming up. So hopefully they'll, they'll gain some, some traction back in the standings. Well, those games across the sea don't count. Those are exhibition ones. I thought that no, they, they count, but there was only one. So they played the one in Prague okay. and then they had to fly back and oh, okay. And they they played one against wow. uh, the Devils. Okay. That was their home opener a week cool. later. Cool. I wonder what awesome uh, jet lag uh, symptoms they're all suffering from right now. Especially, did Gritty go over or did he stay? Oh, Gritty Actually, went. First of all, I apologize to Gritty because I don't think Gritty's been a has identified themselves. So it's they them. <laughs> did, did did they go? I, I don't want. To, I don't. I just don't want to unilaterally assign a gender to gritty because that that would yes. be unfair. So okay, cool. Gritty, gritty, gritty. So they did play an exhibition game in Switzerland, and gritty ate a lot of chocolate in Switzerland. <laughs> well, it's good to know and, gritty's not of dog descent then, because that would be very bad if there was any dog genealogy <laughs> in gritty, because that would have been 
quite possibly the biggest tragedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. By the end, I was just, Peter. Peter, uh, by the end of this season, yeah. we will have figured out an entire lineage, DNA. <laughs> Uh, uh, and and um, sensitivity chart for gritty, and then we will, we will submit it at the next red sec. <laughs> breaking breaking down gritty. It's just going to line everything up historically about how how the assemblage of all things led towards the creation of gritty. So, oh god, they I, would made totally, that my mission now. Yeah, they would totally let that be a, a, a talk. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Um, it would be. Yeah, it's funny because um, uh, Megan Megan Hall was posting something. Uh, oh, oh, she had an, art, an article that uh, you know basically kind of showed you uh, how to use R to evaluate data and like go through the process. And she had this picture of of you know data that was scraped from the NHL play by play data, and she pointed out that that it actually lists the anthem as an event. And I got very excited because I wanted to do like kind of like a funny talk about. Uh, you know, how the length of the anthem affects the team's performance that night. Uh, and, you know, so, you know, you know, so they should really ham it up and really, you know, uh, elongate the anthem as much as possible. Uh, and then I, I, I learned that basically all it just, it just says anthem. Like there's, there's no, there's no data with it. Um, and I got very upset. Uh, cause I thought that that would be really funny. Um, yeah. So actually here, let's just start with that. So, so, um, uh, you know, Steph and I got to got to hang out a little bit in Rochester. Um, so, what were what, what would you say were your favorite? Um, well, I guess favorite, like most interesting talks that you that you saw. Oh, now you're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> um, well, we had a presenter from Australia, and that was really cool. Mm. Um, and I know her name, but I can't think of it right now because it's not in front of me. <laughs> Uh, it's Alyssa. Gonna, I don't know her last name. Yes. Yeah. Alyssa. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. She called in from Australia and it was 9am, 8am Eastern oh, yeah. time. Yeah. So it was like 10 or 11pm where she was, which <laughs> is a little bit late to be presenting on hockey. And that was really cool. Um, and what we learned is that as you go from the NHL down through the leagues and and then finally uh, women's hockey and the European leagues, you get you're, you're provided with so much less data, so much fewer data. Yeah, not enough, right. not enough. Yes. So the NHL we already know doesn't provide a lot of data, but all of the other leagues provide so much less. Yes, which sucks. Yeah, um, and it's impressive that the people who cover those leagues in, in statistical um, ways are able to do so. It's amazing. Um, Namita gave a talk about <laughs> if size matters <laughs> when drafting, um, which I've, oh, I, it's like my one hockey man th just thing that I can't shake. Like I just love to see a prospect that's over six, two and like over 200 pounds. Like I want them on my team. <laughs> I just, I just can't, I can't shake it. I cannot shake it. And I know that the NHL is trending towards the, the smaller, quicker, lighter guys. And I just can't get over, like, I want the beefcake. I want the, the big size men on my team. I, I just can't, I don't know what other, how else to say it. So that's just what we're going with. Um, 
And what Namita, the conclusion that she came to was as long as hockey men still find this valuable, it's going to continue to be valuable. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Hockey men kind of die hard with their stuff. So that means it's going to be around for quite a long time. Yes. Um, Steph, when you are uh, watching... Uh, the, I, 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 this, this next question is basically just kind of like, I need to live vicariously through you. Is it fun? Is it fun to be at this thing? Because this is what Peter now, like the third 300th year that I've like thought to try and go. And then I end up can't going. And so just because I hear it from all the time from Peter, I wanted to hear from somebody else because I feel like sometimes Peter maybe, maybe hypes it up a little bit too much. So like, what, what's the what's the vibe like? Do you guys just get hammered and then you listen to each other talk, or you know what's um, what, well, what do you think is well? And then maybe maybe on a serious note, like what do you think is the the best thing to come out of these analytics things, these these conferences? Like, is it like are you finding yourself with a better understanding of what the metrics can can bring you, or is it or is it more so in the in like the what if like the ethereal like every time you get this conference there's this thing that you completely didn't think about but then now because of a random thing you now have it part of your lexicon forever so i go mostly to network like i'm just not i'm just not a, an intelligent person so a lot of the conversations go way over my head a lot of, I mean, you start digging into math and I'm just like, uh, my eyes glaze over. I love hearing about the the new and fun and exciting things that all of these really, really smart people are doing with data. Um, but it's just, I don't understand a lot of it. So I go to talk to the really smart people. So yeah, I go and get hammered with, with the, with the nerds. And I say that I use that term affectionately. Um, there's usually a, a drinking event the Friday night, and then we're the conference starts first thing Saturday morning, and it goes straight through to dinner. So, um, it's it's a long day, but you're you're with amazing people, um, and then we all go get dinner and drink together Saturday night. And if you're still around Sunday morning, there's a brunch. Yeah, I mean, like one okay. Of the well, now okay. I'm jealous. Yeah. it's it's just it's a lot of fun with with like minded people who are passionate about the same things that you are, and it's it's just it's a lot of fun. You get to to net, for me, networking is sometimes painful, but it's not when they're already like Twitter friends. Yeah. So it's it's just really cool to get to put faces to names like the evolving wild twins. It was nice to meet them. And um, Scott Collin from TSN or, or formerly of TSN is there every year. And it's, it's, it's really great. It's really great to meet people. Yeah. And like, like, like one of the things that I always come away with is just how nice and like approachable I would say everybody that I've ever talked to. I mean, I'm sure I'm, sh- I, yeah, you know, I, I can't, I mean, I haven't talked to every single person, but, you know, every year there's like, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, you had mentioned Scott Cullen, you know, we've had him on the show a couple of times. Um, you know, obviously I, you know, got to meet, you know, meet him two, two years ago and then, you know, see him, you know, the last two years and like, it's cool, you know, like, like, uh, he came in, you know, Saturday, uh, Friday night, you know, he, I guess he had just gotten there and, you know, I was saying that we were doing, um, one, one, one of the, the most fun things is uh, is the takeoff where Lynn uh, hosts 
a uh, like a hot take contest, basically. And past and future for sure. Guest Hannah from the Balls and Six podcast, unsurprisingly, won. Uh, like basically, as soon as she entered, I was like, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. And the great thing is, there's there's a decent amount of people who don't who who have never met Hannah, they never heard her talk. And I was like, I know what's coming, but they don't. Uh, and so, <laughs> so I think it was like the finals, or it was like the semifinals. It was wrapping up, and he comes in, and I saw him, and like he saw me, and he, like, he comes right over, and you know says hi. Um, I mean, it's just really cool to be able to um, you know talk to people, and 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 like Steph said, I mean. You know, I I obviously care about this, and I I try to have a good understanding of of the math. But I mean, there's there's a lot of math stuff that I do not understand. Um, you know, once you know, once they start using like the symbols and stuff, I'm just like, okay, uh, that was fun. What's the next? Um, so so like, I don't think you have to. You know, I don't think you have to have like a math background to have a good time there. You know? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, and you mentioned Hannah. Yeah. And I just, I want to plug a show that I did with sure. her actually earlier this week. So she just launched a podcast called Women Advantage. Um, and it's talking about women in sports. And I was her first guest and you should definitely listen to it. Um, Hell yeah. The, the Woman Advantage podcast. So it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, as you know, as we've discussed before, you know, we started doing this podcast, we really tried, you know, we made an effort, you know, uh, to, you know, expand the, the, the list of guests, you know, that we would have for interviews. Um, and, you know, it's really awesome to see, um, you know, people other than just like, you know, your stereotypical white man hockey guy, uh, you know, you know, obviously being guests on podcasts, but then, you know, hosting their own podcast, which is really cool. Um, I think Hannah's up to about six podcasts now that she does. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet, but it's on my list um, because I know, number one, I know, obviously, you're, you know, you're going to be an awesome guest on there or, you know, I'm sure you were. And then Hannah's always fun to to <laughs> to, to talk to. Um Oh, oh yeah. So actually, one thing that one thing that uh, you know, as you're you're talking about, uh, you, you know, talking to these smart people and listening and trying to figure out what they're saying. Sometimes, um, I just do have to put in a little plug. If you are ever at one of these con, uh, ever at one of these conferences, and you get a chance to sit at a table with Micah Blake McCurdy, you oh god, he's amazing to do it. He is so much fun. <laughs> He is just, I, he's amazing. Micah is the most outgoing, the most intelligent, friendly human beings. And he's very tall. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, Micah's great. <laughs> Micah is amazing. Talk to him on Twitter. Yeah. Sign up for his Patreon. Yeah. I'm, I'm just plugging every single thing with every human <laughs> being today. Yeah, I think, um, uh, this, this will actually, actually probably be funnier out of context, but I remember one line from a story he was telling was something along the lines of, and the smell of burning flesh is not a smell one soon forgets. And it's just uh-huh. like, that's I the, was there for that story. That's the way he talks. Like, <laughs> like that's how he talks in real life. It's like, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's, he is, he is very funny. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's taken a lot to try and convince me to do anything that I can to actually attend these things. And it might've just been 
the mere chance to hear someone talk about the not wanting to have burning flesh smell on their face. <laughs> that might have been the one thing that finally caused me to be like, you know what? Yay. Maybe I should put more of an effort into going to this conference. <laughs> I think that should be fun. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now I know. Steph, while we were on the plug train, right? Before we get off the plug train, uh, there is something I wanted to wanted to ask you about. And I think this is probably the perfect time to. So um, I understand that SB Nation is doing a uh, is doing a I don't know what the the, the word for it um, launching something uh, that would yes. let's say perhaps take the pulse of some fans. So tell us about that. That's good. yes, that's exactly what it is. So <laughs> we've just launched. It's called Fan Pulse across the NHL, and really, I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's it's getting the pulse of the fans across the NHL. So we we're going to ask questions to people every two weeks um, across the NHL, across all of the fan bases, just to get their opinions on how things are going. So we just launched this week. Um, uh, it's only on a few websites right now. By this time next week, it'll be on all of them. Um, so you can go to sbnation.com backslash nhl dash fan pulse to find them and you can sign up under any sites link it's going to ask you the same questions so it's going to ask your name and your email address and what fan fandom you're part of what team you're a fan of and then it's also going to ask you which two teams that made the playoffs last year are going to miss and which two teams that missed the playoffs last year are going to make it this year. Mm -hmm. So those are the first two questions. We're, we're just trying to see what fans across the NHL think, what, what the, where the tide is right now as we start the season. Uh, we're going to ask the same question again probably in January uh, and see how, how the answers have changed. And then we'll ask again as the, uh, the playoff race is is solidifying probably end of March, mid-March, just to see, you know, okay, well, we thought that the Columbus Blue Jackets were going to miss the playoffs this year after making it last year. What do we think in January? Is it the same after seeing how the season's going so far? What do we think as the wild card race is really heating up? Do we still think that they're going to miss? It could be the same. It could be different. Who knows? But the questions will be different every two weeks. So you need to sign up. This is the first time that if you don't sign up, you'll be able to answer the questions. Once you sign up every two weeks, the questions will be coming to you in your email and you can answer them. And then we'll do posts across your favorite NHL site to see the answers and how other NHL fans are feeling. It's funny for a second. I, I, I really thought that the last time you're going to ask that question would be like and so and as the playoffs are starting <laughs> i was thinking it would be really funny to see like if somebody it's like oh i guess you're not paying attention huh <laughs> uh steph as far as what you've seen so far from from being you know my boss and everything um <laughs> is there a I mean, what is the one thing that you are ultimately excited to 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 know about more with this 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 seat of of, of oversight that that you have? I mean, what 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 is what is the what what's one of the driving questions in your mind? Like, just like you're just, you know, hey, by now that you're in this spot, you know, what what 
are you thankful that you now have access to to like maybe better your understanding of either how the site works or how fans decide to you know respond with their dribble and whatnot so you mean you know, with I, fan I guess, <laughs> yeah yeah with fan pulse or or with anything else i mean again since we haven't talked to you and like i mean we've talked to you but like having you on the show wise it's been a year so like now now that a, a degree of time has passed like you know in, in terms of how you like I guess it's a roundabout way of saying, how do you like the job? But I was trying to come up with that. <laughs> I was trying to come up with maybe like a more like, you know, uh, uh, what a collegiate way to say it instead oh, okay. of being like, you like, you like what you do. Do you do like, <laughs> you like what you do. Right. <laughs> so I really love, I really love seeing all of the original content that the sites come up with. So I, you know, we all do, game previews. We all do recaps. We all do some type of game thread, but it's the stuff that happens in between the game days that I just, I love it. There are a lot of sites that do really interesting things, whether it's statistical deep dives or, um, you know, writing poems instead of recaps (laughs) or, um, you know, like, uh, doing a, a gif rewind for some game that happened 10 years ago or something like there's just a lot of really fun original content across the network and that's what i love to see and i i, I am trying to make a push for more of it because you can find a game recap anywhere you can find a game preview anywhere and game previews have a shelf life of like three hours so i want I want to see the people who are breaking down the CBA and, and pushing for a player strike. I want to see more of that. I want to, um, I want to see a, a, a analysis on what your team's expansion draft could look like in two years. I, I want to see stuff that is original and, and very fan based because nobody knows what the fans of a particular team feel and are going through more than the site managers and and the contributors for each individual site. Like I can tell you all about Flyers fans and I'm sure you guys can tell me all about Red Wings fans. But when you ask the other way, it's like, well, I guess things are good for the Flyers right now. Or, well, there's always next year (laughs) for the Red Wings. Like, (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you you get a whole lot of, of, depth and um you you understand the complexity of of all of the different sports fan feelings when you take a look at the other sites and that's really cool yeah so um i i gave you a i gave you a heads up on this a little a little while ago um last night actually that um i have i've prepared a game for you and jay uh, Jay is very excited. He, he doesn't, it's been a little while since he's gotten to play one of these and he always looks forward to it. He, he pretends not to, um, sometimes very convincingly, but I, I know it's just an act. Um, but before we get to that, I did want to ask you one like specific flyers question and it's, it's pretty, pretty general, right? So for our listeners who haven't really been following the flyers, you know, what's your outlook, uh, for the season, uh, for them, you know, what do you think, you know, you, you know, obviously what are you hoping for, but like, you know, what do you think is reasonable to expect from this team this year? We're two games yeah. in, we're two games in and they've played the Chicago Blackhawks and the New Jersey devils, neither of which are powerhouse teams. 
That being said, they're going to be undefeated in the Carter Hart era. We're going cup or bust <laughs> this year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they they've just looked they've looked so much better and they're performing so much better. All all of the little things that added up to catastrophe over the last five years seem to have disappeared. And they're now clicking as a team. The, the whole thing feels different. And again, I know it's only been two games against mediocre to bad teams, but they they just, there's optimism in Philadelphia. Carter Hart is the only good thing that's happened to us in the last 10 <laughs> years. Like the only good thing. So we're, we're feeling pretty good. Wait, wait, so so gritty doesn't count? Because I would say that's a, that's been a huge big thing. I mean, yeah, but Gritty was a distraction for how bad the team was. <laughs> uh. Oh, okay. All right. I <laughs> so, like, <laughs> what you guys are going through with the Red Wings right now is what we went through with the Flyers in 2013-14. Yeah. So, uh, roughly, I'm, I'm pulling those, <laughs> those years out of nowhere yeah. a little bit. But, like, we've we've been there. And we've been there recently, and I, I, I feel for you. Um, but the fact that we're starting to come out of this is, and and it should have happened about four years ago. But you know, Ron Hextall was a little bit stubborn, and Dave Hextall. Hextall or Hextall? Both of them. Hextall. Both of them. Dave Hextall was an like absolute a nightmare. <laughs> I. I, I will say that as an oh, outsider, um, it is uh, – I was very sorry to see Dave Haxtall go just because it meant that when I was doing a recap of a, of a Red Wings Flyers game, I no longer could add to my running list of things that he looks like. Um, <laughs> uh, Oh, I forgot that you were doing that, but oh yeah, no. It was really Although I, I did, I did realize that um, I have a new new person I can do that with, which is Dallas Eakins, um, because I, oh, I had somehow like made it through my whole life without remembering what he looked like, and I was like, dear God, it looks like if David Tennant played Mr. Bean, like. <laughs> Somebody said on Twitter that it looks like his head is being squeezed from his neck. And I was like, yes, I think that (laughs) it looks like like the bottom of his face is being sucked into his body or something like that. Um, Hold on. I just I just had to look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh Yeah. I don't know how I had made it through my whole life without like ever seeing like remembering what he looks like. But yeah, it's really, really strange. Anyway, okay, so um, so like I said, uh, I have I have put together a game, and if you if if our listeners are wondering if ninety percent of the reason that I like to put together these games is so that I can give them a title, you may be correct. Um, so in honor of our guest uh, Steph Driver, who is a obviously a Flyers fan and a fan of Carter Hart's, I have put together a game that I am calling Baby Goalie Driver. Oh my god! Okay. And Whoa, okay. <laughs> so basically it's it, it's a very simple kind of guessing game right so uh, i'm going to give you a name and you have to tell me if it's a hockey goalie uh and i took them from juniors right so they are these are real people or if it is a race car driver so uh i think i took them from f1 and nascar now the fun thing is i am not a fan of race car 
I like a NASCAR or F1 or anything like that. So I have like I have never heard of any of these names, but some of them might be famous. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I can't yep. wait. <laughs> uh, so so basically, you're gonna get five each, um, and then I saved one as a tiebreaker. Because Jay hates ties. Okay. Oh boy. Jay does not like ties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm a very. Po- I'm a very post uh, 2005 yes. lockout. <laughs> no ties. Okay. So Steph, yeah. since you are our guest, I will. I will ask you the first question. Okay. So the first person is Charles Leclerc. That is a hockey goalie. Incorrect. That is a race car driver. Well, <laughs> but that's okay. That's only one. All right. Jay. Off to a strong start. Yes. Here we go. Jay, uh, Creed Jones. Creed like Apollo Creed that's Jones. That's got to be a minor league goalie. That is correct. Yes. This is trash. Because now I want, but except, now I need, oh man, now I need that. Okay. Yeah. Petrozelli and Larson, you're fired. Creed Jones. <laughs> Now the Red Wings future. (laughs) That is such a cool name. All right, man. Even if I lose, I now know that I won by now by knowing that name is in the universe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, there were some crazy names, but like I didn't know if I could pronounce some of them, and I didn't want to horribly mispronounce somebody's name. All right, so Steph, here we go. Tristan Berube. Uh, that is a hockey goalie. That is correct. Hot damn! Yay! All right, um, Jay. I think yeah, I, I, kind of, I really wanted that to be a race car driver because I was like, wait a minute, Barubi is like it's like the Jefferson or the or the Rockefeller. <laughs> exactly. Like, you hear it? That's a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> former flyer, yeah. former flyer coach. Yeah. Craig <laughs> He'll be like Sidney Gretzky. Oh no, I'm sorry. That is a race car driver. <laughs> that is a race car driver. Yeah. Oh no. Okay, Jay. Here we go. Cole McLaren. Oh, that's a race car driver. It is not. It is a hockey goalie. Oh, okay. Woo, you got me. You got me with the last name. That was a. Yep. I see what you did there. You. I did it on purpose. Okay. I thought. I thought we were friends, but okay. All right. All right. Uh, I trusted Steph, you. I um, trusted you. Austin Terriel. That is a race car driver. That is correct. Woo. Yep, okay. um, I thought All perhaps right. the, the 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 uh, the French sounding last name might might throw you off, but uh, Jay Lando Norris. Oh my God, Lando Norris! You've given me my goalie tandems this year. Green Jones <laughs> and Lando Norris. Yeah. Nineteen <laughs> Grand Rapids Griffins goaltending duo. Um, Lando Norris. Uh, I don't feel my mojo on this one to pick correctly, so I'm just going to say race car driver. That's correct. Yeah! Yeah, you tried, you tried to fool him. Norris, yep. Norris trophy. I yep. get it. I get oh, it. yeah. Oh, there, there is a method to my madness. Uh, sometimes, whenever I'm able to. Okay, so it is tied uh, two out of three each. So we have two more each, and we will see if one of you can emerge victorious. All right, Steph. Pierre Gasly, G-A-S-L-E-Y. See, you want me to say race car driver. I know you do. I'm going to say hockey goalie. That is incorrect. 
Fuck! <laughs> oh, I cursed. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. Don't worry oh, about it. That has to. Oh, that's my favorite part of this now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that, that just reminds me. There was. Oh man, there was. Uh, this. Sorry, very, very small no, short story. Okay. This is like this is years ago. Uh, I was watching a game, and I was talking to uh, uh, um, Tyler Devereaux. Uh, and, and I, I tweeted like, holy F, they fucked it up again. And, and it was like, wait a minute, you, you chose not to swear, but then you swore. So that, that, so that's, thank you Amazing. for reminding me of that. That was great. Yeah. I used to have a joke that like, or I would, I would, uh, I would, I would write out uh, WT, WT fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, Jay, uh, here we go, Jay. Uh, let's see. Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, hold on. Come on, Bo. Daniel. Oh, we is this the is this the pan is this like the bowling for dollars where the guy can or the or the let's bowl where you, you can blow the air horn to try and psych somebody out so you're having Bowie scratch the floor again? That's my favorite. <laughs> favorite Perhaps my favorite psych out move. Um, can you say it one more time? Can you use it in a sentence? Can you give me the definition? Uh, Daniel Ricciardo is either a hockey goalie or a race car driver. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, Ricciardo goalie. Race car driver. Ah, yeah, I would have gotten that one right. <laughs> biscuits. Okay. All right. All so right. we are tied. We are tied. There are, there are, there's one each left. All right. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to win. You this. can do it. Um, <laughs> Marco, I believe in Marco Constantini. Constantini. Yeah, Marco Constantini. Sounds Italian. We're going. We're going race car driver. Hockey goalie. Well, (laughs) there still could be a tie. There still could be a tie. Um, All right, you ready, Jay? Yeah. Yeah. Antoine Colombe. I'm guessing on. I'll spell the last name because I'm guessing on pronunciation. C O L U M B E. So I don't know if that's silent or not. Oh my god, um, Antoine! <laughs> Colombe sounds a little like Berube, so I'm gonna go goalie. That is correct. Yes! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, but wait, there's a five point <laughs> bonus one for Steph. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I'm just kidding. Uh, the 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 bonus question, uh, Jay, you will like this because uh, you might have to swap out uh, your tandem of goalies for Uh-oh. Jet Greaves. Jet Greaves. Oh no! Oh <laughs> no! He is a goalie. Oh, I, I think from the. I think God. of the OHL. I think of the OHL is where I took that one from. These are some great names. Yeah. Jet Greaves. Oh my yep. God. And that was Baby Goalie Driver. So, <laughs> just like all my jokes, it basically tries to cram about four different references into one joke. Uh, so, uh, so thank you for playing, and I'm even more so. Thank you so much for uh, for stopping by to join us. Oh, thank you for having me. We didn't talk much hockey, but that's really what I prefer. So. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, I, I usually the first time we have somebody on, like, you know, like we always just talk about, you know, what their expertise is. And then usually after that, it's kind of hit or miss <laughs> in terms of hockey. Yeah. yeah. Well, no one wanted to know anything about me in my AMA. Aww. So that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. 
it's okay. It's um, so oh, it really is. Yeah. So uh, you can um, let's see. So I want to make sure I get the plugs correct. I know you you still do the the podcast right for the Flyers. I do. Yes, Broad Street Hockey Radio. Mm-hmm. You can find it on BroadStreetHockey.com. dot mm-hmm. Um, me personally on twitter i am at stephalicious d yeah and and it's spelled exactly how you would you would imagine it yes Yes. (laughs) so uh yeah so again thank you so much for coming thank you for having me jay next time you're going down (laughs) (laughs) you you got it boss Welcome back after our uh, government-mandated break. Uh, once again, thanks to Stephalicious D for stopping by our lovely program. Uh, we would like to continue our season preview that has already started preview season. Uh, now we have, uh, we'll turn our sights west and uh, break down the uh, Pacific and the uh, Central. I remember things. Pacific and Central. Yeah. That's right. So... Uh, I would like to uh, start us off by saying that uh, I, I truly appreciate the fact that we are in an era where we get to start this start this season preview with saying, with confidence, starting with the Central, I'm pretty sure St. Louis is going to finish towards the top here <laughs> and, and and stay there for <laughs> for a while. I, I, I'd like to think that while they did have a success, you know, being last, at some point last year, and then going all the way to win the cup, they probably thought that that's not the best way to go about it every year. So um, I'm definitely having St. Louis uh, finishing in the top three. Um, the way it's currently laid out, because the the uh, the defending cup champions are off to a 3-0-1 start, they are currently sitting at the top of the Central Division. Uh, I expect them to finish first or second. I think that's going to kind of depend on what, um, what Nashville does. Cause my, my, I think, I think St. Louis and Nashville are going to be your top two in, in the central, but as with the other divisions, they'll be jockeying for position and whatnot. Um, that third team, I'm going to pick the jets. Cause even though they've been off to a, to kind of a, they're a weird start. They've actually played um, the most games along with Dallas out of the central so far. They played their five games and they're currently sitting three and two. Um, I think with the revelation of Patrick Laine uh, being signed for the two years, and then he'll uh, look great in a Red Wing uniform. But over the next two years, he's going to be really awesome in a Jets uniform. So I think Winnipeg is going to uh, hit its stride at the uh, best time and um, and finish third in, uh, in the Central. Uh, right now, Chicago and Minnesota are, are bringing up the rear. I expect that to be the exact way they finish in that division. Uh, because I just want nice things. That's that's basically why. Yeah. So so there's yeah. that. Um, Peter, what what are your thoughts on the central? Um, I think it's been very interesting so far to follow up on what you said with Winnipeg not being terrible because of the quality of the defensemen that they are that they are basically forced to ice every night. Um, yeah. Par- you know, partially due to injury, partially due to Dustin Bufflin, basically deciding he doesn't know if he wants to play hockey anymore. 
Yep. Um, and that's a huge blow to the team. I mean, you know, you're taking away, um, you know, somebody who plays so many important minutes for that team uh, and just, you know, it's not a trade, you know, so it's not like you get somebody back. It's like he is just not playing. Um, so yeah. even with that said, I do think that their offense is is good enough that they are going to be able to overcome that and at, at, at the very least make the playoffs. Um, I think that if they could find a way to bring in some, uh, you know, to to acquire uh, some defensive help. I think that they're going to be a very scary team uh, because like, as you said, Mr. Patrick Line uh, has seemed to kind of have a revelation. You know, he uh, uh, I was reading an article and uh, the the gist was that he he came to the realization that he felt that he hadn't been trying as hard as he you know, he hadn't been working as hard as he thought he was. Um, and if you've gotten a chance to see him, he is downright scary this year. Um, and the question about him was always, uh, like we talked about on the show, was always, is he going to be able to give you value outside of scoring goals? Which, of course, is very important. But goal scorers are notoriously streaky. Um, that's just the way it's always been. I think one of my favorite stats uh was uh for a while for a very long time like alexander ovechkin was like the only goal scorer in history to like not go eight games without a goal or something like that it was like crazy like even the best goal scorers are streaky that's just the way it is right um yes absolutely so i think winnipeg is going to be in there i don't think they're going to win the division but i would probably pick them to finish i'll I'll say third i think that's what you said and 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 I, i i agree with that I think Colorado is going to win the division this year. Um, Ooh, last year. Okay. Yeah. Last year they were good. Uh, you know, obviously they have that really dominant top line. I think that's only going to get better. Um, they have some really good young players that are, that got more experience last year and I am going to pick them to, to win that division. Um, and then in second place, it's kind of hard not to go with St. Louis here, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, obviously, you know, with with their, you know, their their cup winning, you know, playoffs last year, um, you know, that, you know, they they turned into this this really great, really good team um, and they seem to be continuing that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not too surprised now at the same time, you know, one of their one of their wins is against Ottawa. Um, you know, they, they they did score six goals against Ottawa, but they did let in four. So um it's going to be interesting to see if St. Louis can can re relive what they did last year. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with those three. So that's uh, Colorado, St. Louis, and Winnipeg. Um, let's head out to the Pacific. Woo! California so, dreaming. So as we record this, uh, Edmonton is playing their fifth game. They are currently in the top of the Pacific Division at four and zero. They are tied with the Rangers as we record this one to one. Um, so if they win, they will be, uh, you know, they'll have 10 points, um, and they will continue to lead the Pacific division right now. Anaheim has eight as well. Um, so again, as with all this, you know, the, uh, you know, the team that's played the most is San Jose and Anaheim with five games played. So, so we don't have a lot to go with yet, but I do think this is the year Edmonton makes the playoffs. I'm not just saying that because, you know, they got off to a 4-0 start. Um, 
I I think they kind of have to. <laughs> like, if they don't, then it's yeah. going to be very, very bad. Because I I think you know you're going to see Connor McDavid start to change the way he publicly talks about the team if they miss the playoffs <laughs> again. Like, I really think that that's yeah. that's that, that yeah. that's a real concern that they should be very scared about. Um, for my second team, I am going to go with Vegas. Um, basically they, uh, as we know, Vegas makes the playoffs every single season that they exist. So, um, I think, <laughs> yep. I think they're going to add to that. Um, and I think my third team is going to be, I am going to go with Arizona. I'm gonna, every oh. year, every year I flirt with doing that this year, I'm going to do it. Uh, they're coming off a four to one win over Vegas. Um, I think that's the big question for them is going to be is can their goaltending stay healthy? And I think statistically speaking, it has to <laughs> just because like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah you'd think <laughs> uh, obviously I'm exaggerating, but you know, the chances that you would have the same problems year after year after year. Um, I, 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 I don't think it's going to continue. So I, I, I'm going to pick Arizona in third. What about you? Okay, well, uh, based on what we've seen so far, I think it, it's it. My my top three is going to be Edmonton, uh, Vegas, and uh, Anaheim because uh, Anaheim are uh, fueled by the devil, and they will continue to uh, haunt <laughs> everything ever. So that's that's basically my thought process behind that. Um, I I'm I'm very curious about whether or not that's going to, whether or not Edmonton is going to finish first in that division. I, my personal thought is that I, I just, I feel like it's going to be Vegas and Edmonton kind of jacking for position for first in the, in the division. So, and then, and then Anaheim will just kind of round out the three. Um, there's again, because from what I've seen from Vegas, they've just, it, it's weird because like seeing how they've been able to, kind of bounce back or, or evolve as a team in their, in their short lifespan. I mean, honestly, we're, Peter, we're talking about a, a call that forced the league to make a rule change in the off season is what knocked them out of the playoffs last year. Right. And I'm, and I'm very interested to see the timeline or glimpse the alternate dimension where that, where they weren't subjected to that call. And, you know, with all, you know, with all confidence in that current situation, yeah, the Knights were probably going to take that game and probably take that series and move on. So I, I'm very curious to see how far they could have gone were it not for that uh, technicality ridiculousness. But, you know, as it stands, we live in the universe where they didn't. So I think they're a team that has gotten the right amount of uh, adversity at the right amount of time in their very, uh, very much so infant existence. So... Um, I know they're off to a, like a 500 start, but you know, I think they're going to be just fine. And I just, Peter, I can't definitively say a team that has Mike Smith as their goalie is going to lights out finish first. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember who tweeted it, but they were like, you know, yeah, Mike Smith, hey, he plays the puck. He's going to give up bad ones, but he's also going to, you know, it's because he overplays the puck that he's also can be effective. I'm like, never before have I seen so much. Uh, um, you know, defense of 
the inability to, <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh yeah, sure, he's probably going to give up, you know, uh, you know, more often than not a goal because he misplays it completely. And I'm like, what other goalie are you giving that consideration to? <laughs> why is why is it suddenly Mike Smith because he's on Edmonton? That, but then that's just the Edmonton media for you. So that's yeah. you know, it's it's they they will bend over backwards to 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 defend their guys, which you know that's that's kind of what they're supposed to do. But um, yeah, so Edmonton, Vegas, and Anaheim are are my three. Anaheim finishing third, and then you know, depending upon what's going on. I mean, I, I again, the the one thing I'm looking for from from the Edmonton thing, if they were going to finish lights out, is if James Neal is James Neal again. And I feel like early on, yes, it looks like he's James Neal again playing with very talented people, but we don't know yet, right? It's obviously very early. But if he's bonkers, I then I feel com- maybe a little bit more comfortable putting them first, but we don't know that yeah. yet. So. Cool. So uh, what about the wild card uh, spots out there? Okay, so for my wild card picks out there, I'm going to go um, – Oh gosh. Uh, well, because of the way I picked, I would like to, th- I, I, Colorado would have to be a wild card because I think they finished just outside of, because I, because my central was St. Louis, Nashville and Winnipeg. Um, so yeah, Co- uh, Colorado will be a wild card team and the Calgary flames are going to be the other wild card team. Cool. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Yeah. I, that's, that's going to, that's good. It's going to be great because I need it to <laughs> happen, which me, because that means Johnny Gaudreau would have been amazing. And that would have helped my fantasy team <laughs> years and years down the line. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. I, so, so those are my picks. I'm going to agree with you about Calgary. Uh, and then my other team is going to be Nashville. I think, I think Nashville is too good to not make the playoffs well, this smart. year. Um, but we'll have to see. Cause yeah. uh you know they don't have PK Subban anymore, but they have a huge stable of young, you know, really good defensemen. Yeah. Uh, yep. So yes, yes. Dave Poyles continues yeah. continues to mine whatever uh, elven or dwarven mine that has been just churning out these stud defensemen. It's yeah. Ugh. You know what? You know, Peter. Every time I look at Nashville and I see that that's their situation. This is I'm always curious as to whether or not like if there's like actually a secret set of GM sliders that you get to do when you become a GM or take over as a GM like like there are actual good things that you can be good at that the league facilitates for you. So it's like, okay, I'd like to uh, upgrade my defensive stats to the max and then the league is like okay we will put you in the best position to always have the best defensive prospect because it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense how you can that's that's an that's i'm i'm waiting for the 30 for 30 to be made about how consistent that iron man streak has been about you know yeah the the team success is very but the fact that they just are able it's it's like watching the urukai get made uh. <laughs> you know once his face goes down oh uh Saruman goes down there and he sees them like churning underneath the earth and it's just like yep okay you go be a good defenseman yeah. and he's like okay yeah he like, he like puts his hand on his face he's like you are a right yeah. shot defenseman <laughs> you are a left shot defenseman um oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh my god um yeah, it's, it's it's like to uh to change like a, a classic tweet. It would be like uh yeah, let's see uh let's see Nashville get away with uh trading PK Subban. Oh, they got away with it. All right, nevertheless. Uh, ah, well, nevertheless. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I always read those tweets as like, ah, well, nevertheless. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Or, or there's, then there's always the, like the Demir Warren's like, ah, well, nevertheless. Yeah. <laughs> and cause, cause like the, ah, always like has like the varying levels of excitement or like surprise behind it where it's like, ah, well, <laughs> nevertheless. So we can, it to each their own. I'm not here to tell you how to say it. So. Yeah. <laughs> All Pete, right. Does that bring us to the end of our setup here? Have it we does. successfully previewed this the season, even though the season has already started? I certainly feel like the season has been previewed. <laughs> it has been previewed Perfect. and post viewed. Yeah. So, ooh, uh, ooh, yeah. Use your thinking brain to decipher that phrase, kids. I know. Uh, it'll be hard because it makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so that brings us to the end of our episode. Uh, so episode 56 is in the books uh, in two weeks uh, from now. We will have episode 57 because that's how numbers work. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at P Flynn Hockey on Twitter. Jay is at the roar underscore 24. You can follow our podcast at 200 foot pod 200 FTPOD. You can follow uh the podcast on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash for sure pod. Um, and then if you want some merchandise, uh, like a great for sure t-shirt, um, or I have a phone case and it is awesome. Um, notebooks, pillows, there's all sorts of stuff you can get. Um, so if you want, uh, if you want that, you can go to tinyurl.com slash for shirt, F E R S H I R T. Uh, And like I said, we'll be back at you in two weeks with another episode. For sure. 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 For sure.